Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out, America's podcast. And apparently, more and more people join America's podcast and listen to your podcast day after day. We continue to break download records for this program. Now, it's not a lot. Uh, Some programs get a million a day. Some get 30,000 a day. Recently, we've been topping somewhere between 300 and 400 downloads a day for the past three or four days, and that's tremendous growth for my podcast, and or for your podcast, for America's podcast, for spazzing out. So thank you to everybody that listens to the program. Now, the way we do this, if you're listening right now and you haven't subscribed to Spazzing Out America's podcast, I need you to do so now. You can find the podcast Go to anthonypaziali.com or anthonypaz.com. Or you could just go to your favorite place where you like to listen to your podcast. Type in spazzing out, subscribe, follow the podcast. While we do the podcast, I record it. When recording it, I live stream on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube. If you're on Facebook right now, share the feed. Send it along. Let everybody know that we're doing Spazzing Out America's podcast right now. Like my page. Like the Spaz page. Follow it. If you're watching on Twitter, retweet this. Follow me on Twitter. Let everybody know when we record the podcast, we go live. If you're listening to the podcast right now, the recording of it, well, I do it live five nights a week. So if you want to join the live cast and comment, please do. YouTube, you're you're new to the family. We just started doing YouTube because we got banned on that Chinese app. Screw the Chinese app. Don't care about it. If you're watching on YouTube, sub to my to my uh, to my channel so that we can grow this channel so that we can get bigger and better. So I thank everybody for that. Let's get right in to some topics because last night I couldn't cover everything. Tonight I would like to cover everything. First thing, last night we missed a story. Or last podcast, we were going to talk about outrageous, horrible, terrible news for men. As if things couldn't get worse for white men in the United States of America. As you all know, I believe that 40 plus white men are the most hated race or person on the planet. Women hate us. African Americans hate us. Native Americans hate us. Uh, Latinos hate us. Immigrants hate us. Other countries, no one likes us. They hate us. They, they absolutely hate us. And now there is a, a, another reason to be a miserable, white, old curmudgeon. Um, uh, the new guidelines, the U.S. dietary guidelines have come out. And for men, the suggestion is that men can only have one drink a day. So if you're having more than one drink a day, you are, you are upping your risk of heart disease. You are upping your risk for diabetes. You're upping your risk. For, for health, bad health, all in all, it's not good for you to have more than one drink a day. Although, unfortunately, I don't think I could survive, survive. I don't think I could survive if I only had one drink a day. I need multiple drinks. I need five. Bro, there isn't enough alcohol on the planet for me to drink so that I could forget about the spilt milk of the day. There isn't enough. That One drink. What about my, my, I would say this, what's more important, my my mental health or my physical health? I got a dad bod all all day long. I hit the Peloton. I'm trying to get in shape. I'm I'm on the Peloton, I don't know, 
Uh, so far this week, I've been on it four days this week, cranking out rides, 30-minute rides, rock tunes. By the way, if you get a Peloton, their music selection for rock sucks. It's got some good tunes, but it, 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 it like, I'm, I'm on a rock ride, and they start cranking Billy Joel, and I'm like, wait a second. This isn't rock and roll. Now, they do get, like, Metallica in there, and they're playing Master of Puppets, and they'll crank Disturbed, and, you know, stuff to get you fired up. But, like, in the in the in-between, so they'll play, like, a Papa Roach song, and then they'll throw a Billy Joel song, and you're like, hey, bro, I, I can't work out the Billy Joel. Oh, there's another thing I gotta tell you guys about Peloton, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, so it's devastating news. If you are having more than one alcoholic beverage a day, you have just... Uh, put yourself at risk for heart disease, uh, diabetes, um, every disease. Like the list is a, is a million miles long, right? Bad health. But but we don't care because we're men. We, I, Bro, I don't care. Fuck it. If I'm going to die when I'm 58 years old of a massive heart attack, I'm going to drink every day between now and then because I got kids. Did, did they take that into consideration? Were they like, well, you know, the average man who doesn't have kids, he doesn't need to drink. But dad, but the dad who has a wife, bro, you got a wife? Let me say that you got a wife? You're going to try to tell me one drink a day? I got two kids. You're going to tell me one drink? I say one drink for each one of them. Wife, one drink. Kid, one drink. Another kid, one drink. Got a dog, one drink. One drink might not even be enough. I might need a one and one What's a one and one a one-in-one is a shot and a beverage. Beverage of choice. Could be a shot and a beer. Could be a shot and a mixed drink. Could be a shot and a shot, I guess. But that really get your fire up. Sounds like I've been drinking. I can't even talk. What about it? Sounds like I had a stroke. Crazy. Because this this is going to lead into the next topic. that we, Or one of the topics we're going to talk about. The government recommending stuff. And then overstepping and then the government forcing things on you. The government telling you, well, guess what? You can now only have one drink a day because if you have more than one drink, you're going to be in trouble. We're going to get to that. But I, I got to get... Uh, so yeah, wait, let, there's terrible news. Awful news for men. They want you to only have one drink a day, but too bad. We're going to drink as much as we have to drink. There's lots of bad things going on and we need to have a drink for all the bad things. Coronavirus. It, honestly, my life... Is, is really like um, the drinking game from, from back in college. It's So back in college, I forget, Jesus, I forget how uh, how the drinking game. I, I, let's say you're playing Beirut, right? I get into the cup, you got to drink. Well, that's my life. I, I Wife, one, uh, you got to do a shot. Oh, it's like, the, what, what the hell is the, the shot game? I got to look it up, man. It's been so long since I've been. It's, think about this. Men that are 40 years old don't even need to play games to get drunk anymore. We just get drunk. That's it. We don't have to play a game. I don't need a reason to drink. I don't. You don't have to say, "Oh, uh, you know, the Patriots scored a touchdown. Do a shot." No. How about I woke up today? Where's my bottle? Oh wait, I gotta go to work. It works a drag. Where's my bottle? Oh, I gotta come home after working all day, and I gotta clean up dog shit. Where's the bottle? One drink a day. We'd never survive. We'd never survive. Ever. 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 And I'm not even, bro, I'm not an alcoholic by any means. To be honest with you, I, the, the honest truth is, I haven't had a drink since the weekend. Now, it, it's not really by choice. I've just been busy doing shit. And then by the time the end of the night comes, I go to bed. Whatever. 
I'll probably have a drink tonight because we're getting the podcast out of the way early. But I think it's awful. I just, I, I hate those things, you know, the government puts out the recommendation. You should only have one drink a day. You go to your doctor and your do- you're at your yearly physical. If you go, you should go, by the way, guys. All right. Here, little, little side note. I do go to the doctors. I go once a year for my physical. I always go. I started going to the doctors. Um, before my dad died, I never went to the doctors. My father died of a heart attack when he was um, 58 years old. Since then... I regularly go to the doctors. I I, I, I believe that my father, um, you know, God love him, would still be with us if he had went to the doctors. There's a problem with men. We don't, we, we're men, we're men, men, we're men, we don't need the doctors. We don't go to the doctors because we think we're, we're, we, we're, we're unbreakable. We don't think we can be stopped. Nothing will get us. Nothing. We're men. We'll never die. Well, the truth of the matter is, we will die. And we could live a longer life if all we did was went to the doctors once a year. I just listened to the physician. You know, I, listen, my physician told me uh, like, like two years ago, said, hey, because high blood pressure runs in my family. And the physician was like, hey, look, you got to get on... Um, uh, what what's that shit? Blood thinner. And I said, no. I was like, I'm not taking blood thinner. I'm, at the time, I'm like 38. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking 38 years old. What can I do? I asked him, so what can I do to not take it? And then he told me what I had to do. I had to lower my high, my, my cholesterol, whatever the hell it was. And I did it. I did it. I, I listened to what he said. Now I don't look like I did anything because I'm still a fat crap. But I, I, I cut certain things out of my diet, like soda and stuff like that. And it, and it 100% Lowered my cholesterol and also lowered my blood pressure. I had high blood pressure. Kaylee's calling me. Uh, I, uh, I'm doing my podcast. So hold on, everybody. I need to text Kaylee, who everybody in America knows, that around this time you don't call me. because And she's calling again. And again, I'm fucking doing my podcast. Hold on. Sorry. This is going to be ridiculous. Everybody knows that I'm doing my podcast right now. But let's call. Podcast. There. My God. So... Um, high blood pressure runs in my family and I, my father had high blood pressure. Plus he had pneumonia at the time that he, that he passed away and he, and he passed away from a heart attack, but had the guy actually gone to the doctors, I think he might still be here. Now I'm not upset. Like I'm not blaming anybody for it. It, Hey, it's, it happened. I miss my dad. We've talked about this all the time. Point is just to wrap that up. Um, if you're 40 plus, just go to the doctors once a year, do it, do it for your family. I, I know it sucks. And, and honestly, it's a time suck. And you know how much I hate time sucks. It's never convenient to go to the doctors. I've never, ever, ever, and it's only once a year. I've never, ever, 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 ever has it been. Actually, you know what? It's twice a year because here's what you should do. Before you go to, here, a little advice from me to you. When you're going to have your annual checkup, call ahead and ask them if you can do your blood work a week or so beforehand, so that the doctor can have the blood work, because if you don't, you'll have to go to the doctors, he'll check you up, and then he will say, you have to come and get blood work done, and then he will say, after you get the blood work, you have to come back. So save your ass a little bit of time, and the time suckedness, call, say, alright, my, my appointment for my yearly update is April 1st, I would like to come in uh, a week before and get my blood work done so that when I see my doctor, he has my blood work and can actually have a real discussion with you and it might just prolong your life. That's just my little advice to you. Do it with what you want. Don't go to the doctors. Honestly, I don't care. I'm not here to try to force shit on you. Speaking of health, let's get back to Peloton because 
I something happened with Peloton the other day, and I'm I'm super aggravated about it. And I didn't know if I wanted to talk about it, or if I want to write a letter to Peloton, or if I want to uh, t- if I want to record it, if I want to record it and put it out on social media. I don't know how I feel about it. I well, I know how I feel about it. I just don't know how I feel about making a stink about it. So. When you uh, uh, have, a, if you don't have a Peloton, what what it is? It it could be a bike or it could be a treadmill. We have the bike, and it has a screen, you know, just like an iPad, a tablet, and you can do live classes. They live stream classes, or you could do classes on demand. Basically, they record the live live uh, live class, and you can join in some other time later. And it's pretty cool because they keep track of all the people that have done the ride, and you compete in real time. Or at least to you, it seems real time with other people. But anyways, I don't care about that. They have an instructor, and the instructor, they, they play music, and they, they talk to you, and they instruct you why you ride. They tell you about cadence. They tell you about resistance. They talk, whatever. It's all supposed to be about motivation. The other day, um, I was doing a rock ride, and which is what I typically do. I like the rock music when I'm working out. And the girl, and she's like, you know, she's trying to get you fired up first off. Bro, you could, all these chicks have nice asses, okay? And you could see them, right? They got the front shop, but they got a mirror behind them. That's great. So if that's not motivation enough, like, that you're chasing, it's like putting a carrot, you know, in front of a rabbit. You, you, instead, it's a fucking guy, and you're chasing an ass. My wife's going to kill me for saying that. Anyways, so I'm all into it, right, dude? I'm like, yeah, I'm getting pumped up. And I think a Disturbed song was on. I think it was The Game. The song called The Game, right? And I'm like, I'm riding the bike. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get it. She's like, get Take last 10 seconds, get it. And this is what she says. This this is what she says. She's like, yeah, working hard matters. You got to get after it. And then she goes, black lives matter. Bro, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, like, I immediately was like, what? What? You just, I, here I am in like a, a full sprint on the bike, out of the saddle is what they call it. You're standing up and I'm going at it. And the bitch is like, you know, she really was motivating me. She's like, you got to get it. You got to do everything you can. Everything in life matters. Black lives matter. I was dust. That's it, uh, bro. It, uh, luckily, the the ride was done, right? Uh, it was the last 10 seconds, and you're going into the cool down. Forget it. Forget it. I was steaming. And now, I don't know that I was so upset that she said black lives matters. Because, listen, all lives matter. You know how I feel. But I... I I wasn't, I don't really care. Dude, if she had said uh, Trump 2020 and I love Trump, I would have been just as pissed off. My point is that I'm, I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to exercise. I'm trying to get fit. I'm trying to be motivated. I don't want to hear your political opinions while I'm working out. So I don't know if I should write a letter to Peloton and have my brother Mike proofread it because we all know. If you follow me on social media, I can't, I can't spell, and my grammar's terrible, and I, and I don't care. But I was thinking about writing a letter, have my brother Mike rewrite it, who's a, who's a, lit, a literature major and an English teacher, and send it to them, and tell them how upset I am about the fact that they're letting their instructors push their political opinions while I'm working out. I, but first off, from a business point of view, I feel like you alienate your core audience, this is going to be a crappy thing to say, but chances are, you know what, I, I, I bro, the bike costs $3,000, $3,000 is 30 bucks a month, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to hear it, that's it, that's it, 
I, I paid three grand for a fucking bike. I paid 30 bucks a month for a membership. The last thing I want to hear is you bitching and moaning about Black Lives Matters. Okay? I, honestly, right now, the things that are going on with these people, with the Black Lives Matters group, is they're burning cities. They're burning Chicago to the ground. They're burning Portland to the ground. I don't want to hear how you want to back a movement that's slowly turning into a domestic terrorist group while I'm working out. I don't want to hear that. I don't. I don't. I really don't. But in general, I don't want political opinions from an instructor while I'm riding a bike. What I would want, what I would like you to do is motivate me, shake your fucking ass, and play good music. That's what I paid for. I paid three grand. Three grand. Three. That's a lot of money. Shit ton of work, bro. Not everybody gets a fucking Peloton. Not everyone. And I got one. And because I got one, I don't want to hear that shit. I feel like Ari from, uh, what, what, what was that? Uh, Entourage. Bro, I, I spent three grand. If I want to take a fucking, uh, a shot from courtside, I'll take a shot. Three grand. So I don't know. If here, here are my options, I, and I'm, I'm pissed about it, because I, I, it's on demand, I can go back and I can record what she said, and then I could bitch about it on social media like I am on my podcast, or I could write a meaningful letter to Peloton, just explaining to them and saying, hey, "Look, I'm I'm willing to bet that I'm not the only person, or more likely a hundred percent of the people that that can get your Peloton and that can afford the Peloton don't want to hear shit." about politics while they're working out. What they want to hear is motivational stuff to get them to work a little harder and some good music, and they do not want politics involved in it. I don't work out the Fox News, man. I don't. I, I'm, not, I'm not sitting there watching Brett Hume. Is that the guy's name? I, I love Fox News. I, I'm not Tucker, all right? I like Tucker. I'm not working out the Tucker Carlson. I'm not working out the Tucker Carlson. I'm not doing push-ups, sit-ups, and riding my Peloton to Tucker Carlson. Nope, I want to hear tunes, and I want to hear motivational speaking to get me fired up. I want to be fired up, and I want to finish strong. I don't want to get to the, uh, to the dude, it's like you're banging your wife. You're like, oh, 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 you're about to fucking come. And she's like, Black Lives Matters. Terrible. Fucking terrible. Awful. Awful. Anyways. Let's, there, I got my bitch out, and I, I don't know how, how I feel about it. I, I, I. I know how I, like I said, I know how I feel about it. I just don't know if it's worth the aggravation of sending a letter to Peloton. It's, it, it, no one's going to give a crap, you know? It's like years ago, my dad uh, was at Walmart, right? My father was at Walmart, and my father's an honest man. Has been, had, was his whole entire life until he died. And he's at Walmart, and uh, he, he was leaving, and the, uh, the, the, you know, you got that person. You know at Walmart, they have someone checking the receipt. And they kind of just randomly pick people. So he's leaving Walmart. And the guy's like, can I see your receipt? My dad was like, what? For what? And he's like, well, we just, we checked the receipts. And my father's like, are you, you're accusing me? Are you accusing me of stealing? My dad's, he was pissed. He's pissed. A good, a, a good American that works hard, doesn't steal from anybody, pays, pays with his hard-earned cash for the things that he buys. And he was pissed. He felt embarrassed because it, it, my dad was. He came. I remember when he came home. He's like, "Ah, oh, they embarrassed me." He's like, "They they looking through my receipt." He's like, "Not only are they looking, how do they know what I'm buying?" Now, my father. It's not like my dad was in there buying condoms and tampons or or uh, preparation H or tux pads. So there was nothing in there embarrassing. But my father was like, "What if there was?" 
He's like, well, I don't want people to know what I'm buying. That's literally, my dad was pissed. He's like, what if I'm buying medication for something at the pharmacy in Walmart and I don't want people to know what it is? He was so upset about it. Beyond belief. He was one upset that, that he felt like he was embarrassed as a man. Because he was like, how dare you accuse me of stealing? And then embarrassed at the same rate that other people are walking by while this guy's looking at the dude's receipt. Because my father felt like other people thought they stopped him because he was stealing. So he wrote a letter to Walmart. And I'll never forget it. He's writing it. And I was like, Dad, what are you doing? Of course, my brother Mike proofread it. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, these people there. I'm like, Dad, they don't give a fuck. They, I'm like, are you kidding me? You think they care about stamp? He's like, oh, I'm never going to shop at Walmart again. And I'm like, they, they don't care. They don't need your business. You're one dude. They don't give a crap. You're going to send the letter and some some squid that, that that you know, supposedly supposed to read it is going to read it to like the girl in the next room. Like, oh, look at this. This guy from Massachusetts, Stan Pazzioli, is pissed off. He got shook down. Look at it. Look how they're going to make fun of him. So I feel like that's the same thing with the Peloton. If I send the letter to them, it's going to land in the lap of, uh, you know, some paper pusher. He's going to look at it and be like, this dude don't even know how to spell. And then they're going to have like, they're going to have a good laugh. They'll put it in the break room. They'll all get a good laugh at, you know, how I'm pissed off that there's political topics during the Peloton. Nobody gives a crap. <sighs> Robert Kraft, our buddy, our man, our hero, got off. Well, not quite yet or again. In Florida, the appeals court kicked out the evidence that could be used against Robert Kraft, deeming that they violated his privacy. So there was a video. All right, let's, let's, what now? Two years ago almost, Robert Kraft was arrested for allegedly uh, paying for sex acts. All right, we, we all know the guy got a hand job and, and uh, at Juniper, for, is it Juniper? I think that's what it was in, in Florida. They got big deal. None of us care. We're, to be clear, no one cares. He's a billionaire. He worked his ass off. He brought us six Super Bowl rings. He will hopefully bring us more Super Bowl rings. We love the man. He could do no wrong. And as I've always said, I could never understand why Robert Kraft would have to go to a place like that to get a hand job. Because I'm telling you, if he just went out into Gillette Stadium, right, just went outside while people are, are, are tailgating before a Patriots game, and he just said, hey, who out here wants to give me a hand job? A ton of chick... Every girl out there, be like, they'd be all over it. Every and then some dudes. I always say this: some dudes would do it as well, just so they could tell their buddies, "Dude, you never believe it. I jerked off Robert Kraft. It's the greatest day of my life." They'll be telling their kids about it. Be like, "Son, the greatest day of my life is when I jerked off Robert Kraft. He let me is he let me put he let me jerk him off while I was wearing his rings." Dudes would do it just for that. Now, for whatever reason. He felt like he had to go to a massage parlor, so he goes to a massage parlor. Fine. And apparently there is video. We'll, we haven't seen the video. We may never see the video. Or if we do, Kraft will be dead and gone. Apparently there was video taken, surveillance video, of Robert Kraft paying for sex acts. Now, the way the video was obtained violates the Fourth Amendment and therefore has been thrown out. And so won't this case. Robert Kraft will not be convicted. The case will go away. No big deal. What's better, though, I just want to point this out. What Robert Kraft, because he's got money, money gets anything, bro. If you got loot, listen, you can't save the trees if you don't have money. If you have money, 
you can save the trees. The only thing you can't do with money is fucking bring people back to back to life at this point. That's it. All the money in the world is not going to bring somebody back. But what money does extends your life. And then what it does is it gets you out of trouble. But not only did Robert Kraft get himself out of trouble, it he got everybody else, even the, the guys that there, there's like a guy in there that's like a bum, right? There's some dude in there. He's like, man, I just got kicked off Twitter. I, I get kicked off of all social medias all the time. Apparently, the things that I say and that I talk about are just can't be done. I continuously get kicked off of social media. I just got kicked off of Twitter. Do they find it offensive? Oh, you can watch porn on Twitter. Do they find it offensive that I'm talking about Robert Kraft getting hand jobs from Asian women? Is that so offensive that you got to boot me off your medium? Anyways, what Kraft did was help out a bunch of other guys that don't have the money to help themselves out. He did them a solid. Robert Kraft put a boatload of money into this. Got it, got the video booted, and now it's booted from everybody else's case. Thank you, Mr. Kraft. Once again, you've helped the common man get a hand job or feel victory once again. I, I think we, you know what we need? We have a little lot of, we need a duck boat parade for this victory. This is a huge victory for the New England Patriots. We need a duck boat parade immediately. A social distancing parade. You can have one Patriot on each boat, have uh, 54 boats. No, there'll be nobody in Boston. No bars either. We'll get to that. But, once again, Robert Kraft helping the common man. This is what he did here. Of course, he had to save his own ass, but he also saved a bunch of guys. Now, a lot of the people on the list were rich, but there were some guys on the list with just average Joes that couldn't afford to, to beat the rap, and Robert Kraft did it for him. So, thanks, buddy. Once again, you've, you've, you've stepped up. All right, hold on for a sec, guys. I, I just got bounced off this medium, and I want to see if I can get myself back on. Um, one sec. I, I continuously get kicked off of, honestly, there are way worse things than me on social media. I continuously to get, uh, continuous to do, continuously, but I can't even talk sometimes. It's, I get so frustrated. Hold on. Everybody relax. Take a, take a second. A little pause in America's podcast. You know what it is? Cause I love America. And these social media groups, they don't like America, so they fucking always block in my content. Let's see if this works. All right, we're back. Back. There. Back on with Twitter. We'll see if we get bounced out. We just talked about Robert Kraft. Why don't we get... Oh, dude, we got to talk about Massachusetts' mandate for shots. We have to talk about this, but before we get to that, why I, I the baby boom is coming again. Literally. Way bigger than the original boomers. Apparently, because of the coronavirus, a ton of babies are going to be born, right? Just It's kind of just like uh, the blizzard of 78. A ton of babies are going to be born. But that's not the problem. That's that they, they We anticipated it, right? The government and all the groups said, hey, you know what? We're going to have more babies because of the coronavirus. What they didn't anticipate is that women wouldn't have access to birth control because of the coronavirus and that women wouldn't have access to abortions. I don't know how you feel about abortion. I it's I don't care, man. You do what you want to do with your life. That's that's where I'm at on it. Not not I I'm not here to tell you what to do with your life. I'll I'll do what I want to do with my life and my family. You do what you want to do with yours. So, they didn't anticipate women not 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 being able to get birth control and they also didn't anticipate that 
they, uh, they wouldn't be a lot, uh, you wouldn't be able to perform an abortion. So they calculated for people having babies and keeping them and being okay with it. But then they, they didn't calculate for the amount of women that would get pregnant unexpectedly or the fact that they couldn't terminate the baby. You know, either take the day after pill because they had no access to it or because you couldn't go to a clinic. So experts say that 7 million, 7 million unexpected babies are going to be born this year. 7 million. Wow, that's going to, hey, at least it's going to repopulate all the people that died. It's, we went for, we almost went an eye for an eye here. 7 million unexpected babies are going to be born. Dude. You, this, just think about that. You are, I, I, look, I, 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 my kids are expected. I'm just going to say that because I don't want, my kids ever go back and listen to this and be like, oh, dad, I wasn't expected. My kids were expected. I planned for this. I, I wanted to have my kids when I have them. I love my babies. I love them. My babies so much. So seven, that just, that's a lot. And that's seven million on top of the already five to six that they expected. So this is worldwide. It's not in the United States. So they expected that five to six million babies were going to be born. And now they're expecting another seven. So in total, they're, they're expecting about 14 or 13 million babies to be born this year because of the coronavirus. Oh, I would, just, if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. You know the pain, the suffering, the sacrifice, everything that comes with having a kid. I love my kids to death. Seven million babies come into this world. Seven million reasons to drink. But on the good side, it's good for the economy because baby stuff is mad expensive and you have to buy it. You have, you have like no way around it. You have to buy formula, bro. You're going to be buying it. And you have to buy diapers. So I, I, I see Amazon. Uh, for I buy my diapers on Amazon or I did. Amazon will profit, Walmart will profit, Huggies, uh, all the baby people are going to do fantastic because they're going to have 16 or, or 14 million brand new babies to take care of. And it's, it's insane. Insanity. So speaking of babies, take us to the next topic, last topic of the podcast. So I'm from Massachusetts and there are a lot of people that listen all throughout the country that are not from Massachusetts. So I talk about things that happen in Mass, but I think I will talk about this topic no matter what, no matter where I live, because Massachusetts just did something that I believe is unacceptable. And I don't know if there's anything to protect us from this happening in the Constitution. I don't think there is yet. Someone's going to have to sue and take it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court's going to have to judge whether or not this is constitutional or unconstitutional. I can tell you this. I don't believe there is anything in the Constitution that says you can't do it, or you can. So there's no law on the books for it, which means when there's nothing in the Constitution banning, prohibiting, or giving the right to something, it goes to the state. So the state gets to decide. They can make a law. Get where I'm going here? Massachusetts today mandated that all children that are going to be going to public schools... I think it's just public schools. I, I didn't read anything about private, so I'm just going to say public. All children that are going to public schools from pre-K or, or even, yeah, pre-K up until they graduate and in college, if it's a state school, have to get a flu shot. They have to. It's mandated. There is no, eh, the, the parents don't get to decide here. If you're sending your kid to public school, your kid's getting the shot. 
Now, I personally, I don't care about the, uh, I'm not upset about the flu shot. I don't personally get the flu shot. I hardly ever get sick. I, I, when I go to the doctors, the doctor's always like, you should take the flu shot. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need it. Now, my kids, I leave that up to the moms. My son gets a flu shot. My daughter gets a flu shot. I, I put it in the mom's hands and they ask me how I feel about it. I say, look, I, my opinion on this is that our kids are healthy. We have, we have good, uh, we, we need to build up our immune systems to certain things. And I, I think not taking the flu shot helps you build up your system. Now, while you're young, you can handle that. I don't know about the old folk. Maybe the old folks should take it. I have no clue. I'm not that old yet. I'll decide when I get that old. But I'm not really upset either way about taking the shot. But I am upset about the government making you do it. This is They're forcing you to have your kids take the shot. Now, understand the complications here and why this is a problem and why I'm upset. Where does it stop? At what point or what's next? So now they've said, you have to take the flu shot. Which, by the way, I believe that they're mandating, this is my conspiracy theory here, they're mandating it, they're forcing you to do it to condition you for when they're going to force you to take everybody, not just school kids, for when they force us to take the coronavirus uh, vaccine. So they they put the flu one out there now because they're trying to figure out their game plan for how they're going to get attacked. Because they're going to. The state will get sued. Someone is going to sue the state for privacy rights or for some kind of violation of of humans' rights to choose what goes in their body. Something. The state will get sued for it. And I believe they went with the flu shot right now so that they could figure out how to attack this because they're going to mandate that you guys have to take, that we all have to take the coronavirus, uh, uh, the, the COVID-19 vaccine when it comes out. I'm one of those people that, that probably don't want to take it. I'd like to, I'd like to let, you know, you know me, test the monkeys, test the monkeys first. And if all the monkeys are good, great, I'll take it. But if half of the monkeys die, I'm not taking it. So test the monkeys. And, and, and if they come out with a first batch, and I, I may, I may hold off and I'll let all you people go out and you guys all test. And if you guys live, you know, a year, right? You, you live, you're good. Then I'll go get it. I don't want to be forced to take it. I'd like to make the decision what goes in and out of my body. This is where the problem lies. Once they start telling you what you have to do, right? Once they start telling you you must take this vaccine, what's next? Will they start telling us what we have to eat? Right? And we, we can sit back and we can joke. But right now, what they believe, this is, this is a huge, this is, this is called an idiot law, okay? This is one of the idiot laws. And this is a problem in the United States because there are a ton of idiots. And it's your fault. Not, not, not my listeners, but maybe there are some. It's the idiot's fault that we're being mandated to have to take a flu shot because the idiot can't decide for himself. The idiot can't make an educated decision to say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm a healthy 40-year-old. Um, you know, when I get the flu, I fight it off pretty good. I get it about once a year, and I do pretty well with it. I'm not going to take the shot. And then the idiot can't realize as he gets older, and he's like 60, 65, and his body can't handle the flu anymore, and he might want to take the vaccine. It might help him. But the idiot doesn't understand that. It's the idiot that doesn't put the seatbelt on. It's the idiot that drinks and drives. It's the idiot, right, that texts while he drives, which is why we now have laws forcing you to wear a seatbelt, forcing you not to drink and drive. You shouldn't drink and drive anyways, but you get my point. And it just goes one to the next. So now Massachusetts, and there's no federal law uh, stopping it, and it's state to state. 
So you're not going to have to do it in your state, but here in Mass. And if you want to go to a, a, a state college in Mass, your kid's got to do it by mandate. The problem with it, I don't want to be told by the government what to do. And this is an overreach of their power. They are now telling us what we can and cannot put in our body. They are telling us our children have to take, have to take the vaccine. Now, there's an option around it. Of course, there always is. Don't send your kid to public school. That's not realistic for most people. It's not realistic. It's more realistic not to send your kid to a private school. So, for example, if a private school is like, hey, your kid's got to get inoculated, not inoculated, whatever it is, your kid has to take a vaccine before he comes here, you could just say, nah, fuck it. I won't send my kid to private school. Done. Public school, most kids go to public school. 90% probably. I don't know the number for sure, but I'm just guessing. Somewhere around 90% of kids go to public school. So you're going to have to, you're forced, that's it. You're stuck doing it. What's worse is it's not going to stop there. Next, it will be, uh, honestly, and I hate these kind of conversations because people are like, oh, kid, that'll never happen. Guy, you don't know what you're talking about. They're not going to make you do this. But if they're going to make you take a shot, the next thing will be, I don't know, maybe vitamins, right? But the next thing, what will happen is these people think they're smarter than you. Understand this. They, they believe the government and Massachusetts believes they are smarter than you and they know better than you. They can take care of your kids better than you can. They can take care of your health better than you can. They can provide for you better than you can provide for you. They believe this wholeheartedly. These people that you elect believe 100% they make better decisions for your family than you do. And in some cases they might, which is a problem. It's a problem. That there are people out there that don't make good decisions, so therefore they empower these government officials to make decisions on our behalf. They make decisions. Eventually we'll get to that point where they'll say, well, oh, so you're having dinner? Well, at dinner you need to have broccoli, um, uh, chicken, and rice. And that's it. That's all you can have. And water. They're going to tell you, no soda. They're going to tell you, no ice cream. They're going to tell you, no Snickers bar. That's where it leads. And everybody jokes. They'll say, no, that'll never happen. That'll never happen. I never thought we'd come to a day where they mandate that you have to take a fucking flu shot. Think about that. It's just the next step. Ten years from now, they're going to be telling... We let this slide. Here's my point. If someone doesn't fight this, and someone doesn't sue, and we let this slide, Massachusetts will take the next step. I don't know what the next step is, but it will be something along the lines of what you can eat, what you can drink. They'll, they'll force you to exercise. They'll say, hey, you're mandatory two hours, uh, uh, probably 30 minutes, mandatory 30 minutes of cardio exercise a day. They're going to tell you everything you can do in your life, what you can watch for TV, what you can eat, what medication you have to take. You'll have no choice whatsoever, slowly but surely. You will give up your right to choose because the government thinks they can make better decisions for you. That's why this is a problem. The flu shot is not a problem, in my opinion. Take it, don't take it, I don't care. But the point is, you get to choose. Now you don't. Slowly, slowly, your choices will get taken away. One 
by one by one before you have no choices whatsoever. And hundred like you joke around and it life starts to become like Orwell's book 1984, where you get up in the morning and the TV pops on and the lady's like, Comrade, where are you, comrade? We're about to do our stretches. Well, you get up. Oh, comrade, why don't you have your government issued clothes on? Well, comrade, comrade, are you there? And then you got you to gotta pop up in front of the TV. You better get there quick. All right, comrade, it's time to have some orange juice. All right, comrade, it's time for some government cheese. Government cheese, by the way, is bomb. Let me just go on a side thing here. I grew up, I had government cheese. Government cheese slices good. It melts good, makes the best grilled cheese, makes the best plain cheese sandwich, best cheese on a fucking burger. Government cheese is delicious. If you grew up and you had government cheese, I know you agree with me. It's bomb. That I'll be all right with. They want to send me some government cheese, but they won't let you eat cheese because that'll be the next thing. There'll be nothing nothing unhealthy because these people that are smarter than you, that believe they are smarter than you, can make better decisions for your children, better decisions for you, will be in control of everything you do. The books you read, the food you eat, the things you do for fun. They're saying, oh, it's time for fun time. Scheduled fun time. And you would say that it's a joke. You'll sit back and you'll be like, oh, it's fucking Spaz a nutcase. You look at him, listen to him. He, think he believes in, in government conspiracies. I'm just trying to tell you that if you don't check the balance, you lose it. This is an overstep. The government should not have the right to tell you that you have to give your kid the flu shot. Now, you could debate back and forth whether or not the flu shot is good for your kid or not. I'm not having that debate. I don't care. I don't want the government to tell me that I have to do something with my kid's body. I don't want... I'm a fucking grown-ass man, and I can make decisions for myself and for my kids that I believe. I'm my kid's father. I'm the dad. You are not my father. The government is not your parent. You get to tell your kids what to do. You should. You should step up. The problem, two problems. You have a ton of lazy ass parents that have forced the government to become the way they are to think that they are better and smarter than you because there's a shit ton of idiots. Tons. The next thing, no way in hell. Should the government be able to tell you what you can eat, what your kids have to do? You can't. They can't. It's, it's stepping over the line. It's too far. It has nothing to do with the shot. I want to make that clear because I don't want to deal with the fucking people that are anti-vaccination and vaccination people. I don't care. I'm not here for that topic. I want the right to choose. They're my kids. My kids. They're not your kids. My kids. And if I don't want my kids taking a vaccination, they're not taking one. And if I want my kids to take it, then they'll take it. Like I said, ultimately, I'm letting the moms decide. And the moms have already decided. My kids take fucking vaccinations. That's it. But they decided. They got to choose. It's their kid. Not the government's. That's the problem. Are you with me here? Do you understand why this is a threat? A threat on the American way of life? This is a threat? Massachusetts is threatening. The American way of life. They're stepping in to your house and they are parenting your kids for you. They are saying they are better parents. They are telling you how to care for your kids and it will not stop 
with this one vaccination. It will continue and it will get worse unless checked. So someone, if there is somebody out there with enough power or an active, uh, 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 I don't don't know what the hell you call them, uh, an activist group that cares about civil, 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 I fucking can't even say the word, man, that cares about people's rights and do not let the government overstep. You need the stew. You need the stew. Dude, I would love some stew right now. You like stew, man? Dude, mm, steak stew, little potatoes. They need to sue Massachusetts to protect your right. Now, if you want to talk about the vaccination, I'll briefly give you my opinion on it, okay? Make an educated decision on it. Personally, I already said it. I don't take it. I'm 40. I'm in pretty good health. I really, I don't ever get sick. I haven't been sick. I'm telling you guys, I don't think I've been sick since I was 20 years old. I haven't had a temperature in years. Fucking years. If you don't believe me, you can ask my wife. We talk about it all the time. Her father always says, like, this guy never gets sick. I don't get sick. I just haven't. I've been lucky. I've had a good run. I cannot remember the last time I had a temperature. Maybe I'm asymptomatic. I don't know. But I'm a pretty healthy guy. But as I get older, I consider it. As I get older, I say to myself, I'm like, you know what? As I'm getting older, maybe my body can't handle these types of viruses anymore. Maybe my body can't handle the flu. So I might consider taking it. But I try to make an educated decision on it. I don't, I don't try to just be like, ah, vaccinations are going to give my kid fucking polio. No, I, I, I don't think that kind of shit. I'm not that conspiracy theory type person. I didn't fight my wife or, or my, my son's mom on my kid taking the, uh, the, the vaccination. I, I, I voiced my opinion. I said, hey, I'm not a doctor, but I, I think by not taking it, I, you give the kids a chance to build their immune system. But I don't really know. Honestly, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. My brother Mike's wife's a doctor. She says, take it. She's a doctor. She, she, she's like, yeah, you should take it. A hundred percent. She's like, they're safe. And, I, and I, I'll try to, I'll, listen, you have a question about trash? You should take my advice. I, I own a trash removal company. I, you should take my advice. But when it comes to medical issues, I'm not a doctor. Don't take my advice. Do not take my advice. Take my brother Mike's wife's advice. She's a doctor. She knows better than me. I'm, I'm no moron like that. I, I, now, when it comes to rights, to, to, to people's rights, yeah, you, you come take my advice on this. Because I'm, I'm, I'm every, I am you. I'm America through and through. I am everything. 1976. Yeah, 1776. I love the revolutionary time. These guys fought for rights. These guys didn't want to be, have an iron fist over their head, telling them what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. And we still don't want it. It still lives inside of us, which is why I'm so pissed off about it. It lives inside me because when I see the story, I'm like, what the fuck? These bastards are trying to tell us how we have to raise our kids? The government is trying to stick their finger up my ass? Unacceptable. And if we sit back and let it happen, it gets worse. I get it that the government thinks they are doing the right thing. They want to help people. They want to make sure that the flu doesn't spread because it's tough to tell the symptoms between the flu and the coronavirus. I can give you a million fucking reasons why. I don't know. Okay? They believe they think they're doing the right thing, but the problem is what they're doing is acting like your child's parent, and that is your job. You are your kid's parents. And you, with a nice discussion with your kid's physician, will come to a decision on whether or not you should give your kid a flu shot. 
You should not be mandated, forced to shoot your kid up with something you don't want to put in his body. You get the ultimate choice. And someone needs to fight for that right. Because if they don't, the next thing will be what you drink. Oh, all you can drink is water. Oh, all you can eat is chicken. Well, you can't have egg yolks. Right? No cotton candy. No popcorn. No, you know what? No popcorn. Dude. You know what popcorn's really good? Just made me think of the Bruins. At the Garden, they have that, uh, it's like Cheetos popcorn. You guys ever had the Cheetos popcorn? Mad good. You got to try it if we ever get back to the Garden. Anyways, I'm going to end the podcast and I just want to end it on this. I'm really upset, and you should be too, that Massachusetts has stepped over the line on this one. I understand that the government thinks they're doing the right thing, but they're violating your right to choose. They're violating your right to be a parent. They're violating your right to decide what's best for your kids. They're stepping over the line. And you need to say something about it. You need to be vocal about it. You need to write or or email or tweet or something to your local politicians and tell them that we as American people do not want our right to parent our kids taken away from us. We understand and respect that you want to do the right thing. But as parents, we will do the right thing for our kids and we will decide whether or not they should get the flu shot. And it goes with the flu shot and it goes with what they have for lunch and it goes to what they do in their free time and the books that they read. I will decide. I will decide because the next thing they'll do is say, oh, your kids can't be on YouTube for more than an hour. Bro, I'll decide how long my kids are on YouTube and it's all day long because I don't want to watch my kids. I'm kidding. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzin' Out. Please subscribe to the podcast. Remember, we do this five nights a week. I record it. While I record it, I'm live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. 90% of the time while I'm doing my live feed, I get kicked off of any given social media because the topics that I talk about are apparently offensive. But what I really think it is, is I tell the truth. I get on here and I tell it like it is. I tell you how I feel because how I feel is how you feel. This is why it's America's podcast. This is why it's your podcast. Thank you for listening.